0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Finance 101, First Gens. This is a weekly podcast, and I am your host, Angela Doris and we discuss all things personal finance. As we all know, I am currently $142,985 in debt, but most importantly, I'm on a journey to become debt-free as well as financially literate, so this podcast is for anyone that is just like me who is a first gen in debt but wanting more and wanting different and on this episode is entitled what are financial boundaries So boundaries essentially are limitations that we set for ourselves, and they can take many, many different forms and shapes. Some boundaries are physical boundaries. We also have emotional boundaries. And then another very, very important boundary is a financial boundary, guys. If I had a dollar for every time my therapist said, that's a boundary issue, you need to set up a boundary there, I would not be in debt. So if you have issues setting boundaries, I definitely have some tips and tricks for in this episode that will help you out. So financial boundaries we can have for ourselves as well as for others because they are limits that we set up for our money. Um in many in many many cases, financial boundaries are there to help protect the relationship. They're there to help protect your money, and they're also there to help protect your mental health. So on this episode, we will be covering what are boundaries, um, why it's important to set financial boundaries, as well as how how exactly to set those boundaries with our friends and our family and our loved ones overall, as well as with ourselves. So do we really need to set to set healthy boundaries within our personal finance. And I think it's important to kind of go back to episode one, where I discussed 40% of people reported to facing anxiety and depression in regards towards their personal finances. And these feelings are just more so complicated and those feelings are more so heightened when there is no boundaries in place and people find it really 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 difficult to talk about money a study showed that 44 percent of people surveyed would rather discuss politics or religion than their personal finances And as you all know, this podcast is here to dispel that. We're here to talk about personal finances, talk about money. We're here to talk about it all, put it all on the table so that we can set healthy boundaries for ourselves as well as for our loved ones. Um, Because healthy boundaries are put in place to protect your finances. And they allow you to really, really, truly prioritize your financial goals as well as focus on your financial wealth, your financial welfare. And rather than kind of succumbing to the, to the wants and needs of other people, And it's really important, which is something that I have learned. Financial boundaries are also there to really help protect your relationships as well. Okay, so now that we kind of understand why financial boundaries are important, now let's go ahead and talk about really how to set financial boundaries. And I have about 10 ways for you and I also have a bonus, okay? So the very... First way is to set clear financial goals. It is easier to set healthy boundaries with your money when you have a vision and a goal for your personal finances. Number two, create a budget for yourself. And on the next episode, I'm going to have my mentor on and she's gonna talk about saving as well as budgeting, so look out for that. But regardless of your financial goals or whether or not you're in debt or whether or not you know you have any challenges like me, it's very important for you to manage your money because it's putting you in control of your personal finances. Okay, so number three it's to prioritize your goals. Prioritize your personal financial goals. That is very important. And in setting boundaries, once you prioritize your own goals, it's very, it's easier to set up boundaries. Now, four, if you are lending money, it is a gift. Now, one of the greatest or biggest issues that many people face within money and their relationships is the pressure of lending to loved ones, right? It it happens, especially within the Haitian culture, it's very communal. So a lot of times, you know, I do you do end up lending money to those who are in need. I can't tell you how many times my mother has hit me up to send money to Haiti for this family that or or during the earthquake or during the hur- uh the the hurricane or or just you know, for the new year that's coming up and she wants them to be able to cook, uh, to cook the Haitian soup, Uh, It's a, it's a soup that we, um, it's a soup that they make all, every year, January 1st, to celebrate Haitian independence. So, like, I can't tell you how many times that has happened. But I give you this fourth how-to because if you cannot lend it as a gift, you shouldn't be giving. And I know that's very, very difficult to understand because I have learned that when you sacrifice your needs in order to meet someone else's needs, it's not sacrifice, it's suffering. And there's a huge difference between sacrifice and suffering. You can sacrifice your wants in order to provide for someone's needs, but you also need to prioritize your own financial needs. So if you do not have it, if you are not in a position in which you have it to give, then you are not in a position to be lending because when we lend money, there's really no telling whether or not you'll get it back. So your expectation should be that you will not receive that money back. So that's very important. Now, the fifth tip, right, is to have really, really, really difficult conversations. And one of those conversations that I want to discuss right now is to talk to your parents about their retirement plans. Oftentimes, Um, When parents are set to retire, especially when you have immigrant parents who haven't been here their whole lives and who haven't been working, um, you know, who may not have the 30 years or the 50 years or whatever it is to, to gain their full retirement, you may be responsible for providing for them. So if that's something you want to do for your family and you want to provide for your family, having those really difficult conversations early on can really help to alleviate a lot of issues in the future. Now, number six. This one, you guys, I struggle with this one. So, no is a complete sentence. Because at the end of the day, you are your own best advocate, and there will never, there will never be a time where you cannot stand up for yourself. It's very important to realize that if you say no, that is a complete sentence and you do not need to explain yourself. Now, to kind of go back on that one, not to no, it's still a complete sentence, but tip seven, is to communicate your boundaries very clearly it's very easy to feel resentment towards your family and towards your friends when they don't respect your financial boundaries so to clearly communicate with your loved ones what you are going through financially or and 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 not to say that they are owed that but to really avoid that sense of resentment To let them know, hey, I'm not in a financial position to help right now. My family is aware that my priority right now is to pay off my debt. And that has been clearly communicated... If you are a friend and you're listening to this podcast, it has also been clearly communicated. So hopefully that will dispel a lot of resentments. And once your loved ones see that you are serious about your financial boundaries, they will also begin to respect those boundaries because you yourself are respecting them. Now, number eight, you can also offer help that is not financial. So... For example if a family member or a friend loses their job instead of offering financial assistance you can also help them to review their resume you can help them to apply for jobs you can serve as a um you can serve as a reference to them to the positions that they are applying to so you can kind of get creative with with providing help that is not necessarily monetary, is not necessarily monetary aid or help. Um, Okay, now we're at number nine. Number nine is for me. It's to let go of guilt. Because if we set boundaries to protect ourselves as well as to protect our finances, um, people will be unhappy because You are changing the way you behave. You're changing. You're just changing. And that is okay to change your mind, to make different decisions, to, to, to choose a different path. That is definitely okay. And there is no reason absolutely no reason to feel guilty for choosing yourself and for choosing your finances. And I think a lot of times when people are in need and you want to help, there is a level of guilt because it's like, I'm not in a position to help right now. And I know personally, I feel a lot of guilt when I'm not able to help someone, but prioritizing my goals and setting clear boundaries to begin with always help me to dispel that guilt because I know I've I have effectively communicated, "Hey, this is where I am right now in my finances, and I'm just not able to help." Now, number 10 is very important, and it's to recognize the boundaries of others as well because we all go through ups and downs in our finances, and we often may ask for someone to support us in a certain way, but that person also has boundaries. And just as important as it is to set your own financial boundaries, it is also important for you to recognize the financial boundaries of your loved ones as well. And everyone has a right to advocate for their own financial health. That is so important. Okay, so the bonus I have for you guys is to set healthy financial boundaries with yourself, right? So all of the other tips are how to set healthy financial boundaries with others. But this final and a bonus tip is to really set set boundaries with yourself and that may look like setting healthy boundaries around your spending habits. One of the things that I implement are no spend days. Um, at the top of the month I say these are the amount of no spend days I would like to have this month. This month is five to ten so I mark certain days on my calendar where this is a no spend day and I spend zero dollars that day. That also doesn't include like paying bills and things like that but that is a boundary that you can set with yourself. Sticking to a budget, budgeting every month, sticking to it is a healthy boundary to set for yourself. Creating boundaries for how much you want in your emergency fund at all times, that's a healthy boundary. And um, setting boundaries on under what circumstances, you are willing to get into additional debt. So under what emergencies? But if you do have an emergency fund and your emergency fund is not enough, that may be a circumstance in which you will allow yourself to get into more debt. So those are our boundaries, guys. Those are the tips on how to set healthy boundaries with others as well as with yourself. So I do want to say thank you for listening and lending me your ear on this episode. On the next podcast, we're going to have my mentor Kaniko on and I'm very excited about that. So for more information about me and or the podcast, please visit us at www.first-gens.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Finance for First Gens or my personal Instagram at Angela Dorisgar. Remember, guys, we are in this together and together we will be debt free. I'll catch you on the next one.